This Wicked Way comes as a work of fiction that includes adult themes, language, and subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to all you beautiful people out there in the Radio Wasteland. It's me, the First Lady of the Fallout, DJ Cash Mile. This week's episode is brought to you all by Air Bud Weister Bloodhounds All-Star Dog Basketball League. 50 puppers take to the court this weekend to settle the long-standing rivalry to separate the Froggos from the Doggos down at the Budweister Stadium, run by everyone's best miser, Doc Badminton Budweister. Blah, 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 this goes on and on, yeah, yeah, dogs. Last time we saw our gals get into some shit. Meet the cat that controls the plumbing and agree to disagree. So secure your scrope for this week's episode of This Wicked Way Comes, featuring those not to be objectified by their gender warrior witches, Maris and Warble of the Wasteland. in the penthouse room at Dice Dice Dice. Dice Dice Dice. The room that Boss has let you to carry out her task. She's giving you a comp, essentially, to stay in her hotel, her gambling hall. The second best gambling hall in town. Number two. It was number two, mm. yes. Like um, poop. What? I said like poop. Like poop. <laughs> except not. And except Kai has run up a significant debt to this place, so Boss... Wants him to go kill our Algarvia out at her camp with El Aguasol. Yes. Kai has roped you into this thing. Maris and Warble and New. Right. Our new friend. Your new friend, New. So early morning light is starting to come through the curtains and you feel a kick at your boots. Maris does. When she wakes up, New is standing there over her. New is a young Chinese woman. You're really getting a good look at her for the first time. Mm -hmm. Last night was kind of fuzzy. Everything was happening so fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there were lights because she was powering the lights. Yes. So. Yeah, but the room was busy. Mm -hmm. There was Mm -hmm. smoke. So I'm I'm just, I'm really taking her in now. Or Maris is. Maris is really. Yeah, as you're waking up, you're you're getting a good look at her and and kind of seeing her for the first time. Mm -hmm. She's a young Chinese woman. She's got acne scars pretty significantly across her face and down onto her chest. She's very taut, like she's made of rope. You can tell she's very, she's incredibly athletic. And she's wearing just a sports bra and some, not underwear, but short shorts. Not even short shorts, more like underwear, but not fancy. They're just... Boy shorts underwear? Kind of, yeah. Boy shorts underwear, we'll call it that. Yeah. And she says to you, we're going to go for a swim. Um, what? Why? Probably be the last time in town for a little bit. Figured we'd get, you know, get in a swim. Okay. Maris is taking this in. She doesn't really know what to make of, of New yet, but she, she figures going for a swim with her in the morning is maybe the best way to, to get a handle on, on this woman. So she agrees and, I don't know, puts on her suit? No. I don't no. think they have suits. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't have swimsuit. No. <laughs> cool. So, uh... Very curtly, she just turns and walks back out to the main room of the penthouse. You are in, a, like, a side bedroom. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the crew is sitting out there. Kai is wearing just his pants. He's not wearing a shirt. And he's playing on a guitar. Mm-hmm. Moody. Mm-hmm. He's trying to 
Is he putting on like a show when he does this kind of thing, or is it like I don't know? Is he is he like conscious of like trying to attract some attention here with my no shirt and my guitar? Like, a little bit. He's a performer. Uh huh. He's made money. He makes money most of the time playing guitar. Okay. So this is not an uncommon sight, and he seems to be fairly. In this case, he's playing in a way that's not meant to attract too much attention. He's just playing. Mm-hmm. He's playing very softly, kind of just striking at the keys. All right. Yeah. But if, if not striking, he's playing. He's playing rather softly and just mm-hmm. kind of plucking the strings absentmindedly. Okay. But if like a pretty young thing was to walk by, he'd flash a smile. Probably. He he'd probably yeah look to take her money or take her to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That guy. Mm-hmm. Coward is sitting up against the wall with his knees up to his head. You think maybe he slept there, which is, <laughs> which feels unfortunate, but also you, you don't really care. And Warble is out on the balcony. Oh, she's up? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like Warble. <laughs> so Kai sees you come in. He says, you're coming too? Maris shrugs her shoulders and says, seems like a good enough reason for a swim. Yeah. Good idea is anything, I guess. The group of you get your things, and you're headed to the door. The room is kind of a mess. You kind of, you partied last night, figuring it was the last time you'd have the opportunity to in a while, and Bost was paying the tab. New opens the door to go out, and Merkin is standing there, almost about to knock. Merkin, if you'll remember, is Bost's head of security. I thought he was the number two. He is. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, he's head of security for the town. Okay. Or he's number two. What, What do your notes say? My notes... It says uh, he's number two, and Rash Ivy is head caravan slash guard security. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's head of the caravan security, and he Merkin. It just says security number two. Merkin's responsible wrote, for but, the town, okay, more than anything so, that happens outside of town, which is more Rash Ivy's. Gotcha. She's also Boss's bodyguard. Mm-hmm. New opens the door, and she says, "Who the fuck are you?" Merkin is standing there. He's not wearing his traditional armor, which you. would well, what you'd imagine is his traditional uniform. He was wearing a bulletproof vest uh, last time and, you know, cop clothes. He was just like a cop last time. <laughs> now he's wearing an open Hawaiian shirt with oh. a uh, gun and a shoulder holster under his arm. He's wearing khaki shorts and flip-flops. Mm, he's gone Magnum P.I., kind of. Although it's, he probably doesn't doesn't know that. This is, ca- yeah, th- you, you're getting casual Merkin Ca- now. Casual Friday Merkin. Yeah, casual Friday Merkin. <laughs> He's standing there, and he says, oh, okay, well, okay, is Maris here? Maris? Whoa, 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 who wants to know? She know, she knows who I am. Maris, are you here? Maris raises her hand, and she's like, present. You got a minute? Would anyone mind if I took this lady for a walk? Like, Mar- Fuck, you make quite an impression, don't yeah. you? Look at my, my things, because I want to make sure I roll for things enough. I can read a person. So before I make this decision, I want to uh, roll and see what he's what he's thinking about. Mm-hmm. I got a six. A so six that is, is a, a failure. Miss. <laughs> so mark experience. Are you sure about this? And Merkin Merkin looks at Kai like the fuck, man. Maris rolls her eyes at Kai and says, "I can take care of myself." Fair, fair, <laughs> fair point. Fair point. <laughs> Merkin, you and Merkin. Isn't, is Kai's like a Samoan guy? How does he feel about the Hawaiian shirt? He he, He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't doesn't even really see it. It's not, (laughs) it's not actually, he's, he's Hawaiian. Oh yeah, he is Hawaiian. Not Samoan. Samoan. He's not specifically Polynesian or Samoan. 
but right polynesian is the more inclusive word yeah so i guess he is polynesian more okay. polynesian he's dark-skinned he's explained to you that he's from hawaii or that his family comes from hawaii mm-hmm. in your previous interactions this isn't news. Um, no, it's not. It's yeah. not. But I was, I was yeah. like, if, if Kai's trying to be a fucking hard ass, I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> little detail here. Well, then <laughs> we'll say as you're going out and the door is closing, like, you, you hear him say, like, nice shirt, man. <laughs> and then the door closes. All right. And from the other side of the door, you hear New say, I thought we were going. <laughs> So you walk out with Merkin. Uh, yeah. Mer snorts at, at Kai's joke about the shirt. He, he, the door's closed, so you, so you, you can't tell. Or he, 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 or can't, he, 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 he can't tell, but you can tell that they're standing just beyond the door going like, I thought we were like, like wait. Yeah, yeah, I just mean like she snorts because I wanted like, you know, um, Merkin to be a little like off guard. Like, hey, they're making fun of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You and Merkin walk down the hall through the hotel, come down to the gambling floor. There's no one around there's a young man at what you would presume is the front desk Mm -hmm. and this is where you would exchange chips and do casino shit i guess gotcha Uh, but the floor is closed there's no one there there's no pit bosses no dealers there are a couple people sleeping between the tables but you could tell this is a regular crash pad for gamblers all right i uh i wave at the cashier man he just stares he just stares at you And he does not react. He watch he watches you and Merkin walk through the hall. He knows who Merkin is, mm. and he walks watches you walk through the main area and then out the door. The scene is serene, early morning, hardly any people out on the streets. You don't really hear much of anything except the wind. It's very quiet. It's surprisingly quiet. I mean, I guess everything is surprisingly quiet to our ears. To our to what would be our ears? Yes. To their to their ears. To the, to, to Maris and Warble and everyone else. It's pretty normal. Yeah. Merkin leads you back through the town, back the way you came from Bost's place. And you're making small talk. He leads you to the statue that was out front of Bost's bank. The statue with the Zen garden in the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he takes up a small rake and starts making patterns in the sand, tending to what was blown over the night before in the wind. And uh, he says, Maris is like, the fuck? Is this what you wanted me wanted me here for? Like, No. I had plans. Yeah. No. That's not why we're here. We're here because she can see us from here. And he kind of gestures over. You see it, Bost's building. There's a second floor balcony with two open doors that curtains are blowing through. And Rash Ivy is standing out there smoking a cigarette. She's gonna tell Bost I was talking to you no matter where she sees us. Hell, Bost will probably walk out that door in a couple of seconds. But it's better that they see me talking to you than find out I've been talking to you later. He coughs. (coughs) (coughs) That was a fake. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice fake. That was a that fake. was a fake radio cough. That's a radio cough. Not for not like my real cough that will probably happen as I get more dehydrated from talking. <laughs> so she can't hear us from here. Don't ask how I know that. I just do. So something fucked up about this whole thing. I don't get what's going on between her and Al. It seems it's bullshit to me. So between Rash Alvi and Algarvia? No, no, between Boston Algarvia. Oh, oh. Rash is just the messenger, and she's good at her job. So, mm-hmm. like I said, better now than later. Something seems fucked here, man. Everything going on. All the girls disappearing. Kidnapped, probably. People fucking coughing to death. And now her sending you folks out to the desert to kill her friend? I don't fucking get it. I I didn't realize those two were friends. Well, see, that's the fucking crazy thing. They were. They were working together just fine. Then people started getting sick and fucking Algarvia starts... Or Al. She likes people to call her Al. I don't know where this Akachora bullshit came from, but... (laughs) Doesn't sound, doesn't fucking make any sense to me. 
my instinct is fucked on all this. I mean, I'm not the one in charge here, so maybe I, I'm not seeing something going on, but it ain't hard to see that it's a big fucking stretch to go to from working together to fucking murder. Yeah, I'll say. But, I mean, man, I'm, she put me in a kind of tough position yesterday. I don't really see... I gotta take care of my friend. I get that. I get it. I completely understand. But you seem like you're smart. This just doesn't seem like it's... It just doesn't seem like the right thing to do. And I don't know what the fuck that means. Or what the fuck the right thing is at any given time. But, but she's got some people with her. And I don't know. Going in and blowing the place up just seems fucking... Kind of fucking crazy even for Bost. So here... And he, he puts down the rake and reaches into a pocket and he hands you a set of car keys. He's like, she said you could use the hard car on your way out there. It'll make the journey a little, it'll make the journey a lot fucking quicker, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I didn't study any of the vehicle stats. You won't, you won't. Don't <laughs> okay. worry. I, I've got any stats. Of the vehicle moves or yeah, whatever. I've got stats for the car. And, <laughs> and we can, we'll worry about battle vehicle moves when we get to them. Okay. So All he right. tosses you the keys to the car, takes them out of a side pocket and tosses them your way. And he kind of, he glances up and he sees that Boss is now standing there in her bathrobe and she's looking down on the scene and he says, like I said, better she see us now than later. I guess all I want to ask, I guess the most important thing to ask is, is this character telling the truth? Yes. Okay. Because I believe, okay. He's telling the truth in so much as he doesn't understand what's going on and... As far as he understands it, like he doesn't know. He, he's very... He's not sure what the fuck is going on, but it doesn't make sense to him. Mm-hmm. And he's a good enough person that he felt it was important to come tell you that. Yeah, so he's not hes not just like a really good spy. He wasn't like sent there by no. somebody to no. mess to... with our heads or something. He was, No, he wasn't there to, to fuck with you. Hey, sit down here a minute with me. And he sits on the edge of the fountain. All right, Mara sits next to him. So where you're sitting is the statue is behind you. Behind the statue is Bost and Rash Ivy. And very delicately, he slides a piece of paper out of his pocket and puts it into your hand. And he says, maybe this will make more sense of things, but look at it later. All right, yeah, I I palm it, keep it hidden. Cool. He's like, now you you should head on. It's getting, sun's coming up. It's going to be hot. Right, good thing I'm going swimming today. You're going swimming? Yeah, we all are. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> let's cut back over to the to warble and the rest of the group oh is there no lake it dried up there's no lake at root bay okay there's still the lake here it's the only thing oh. keeping this town alive okay maybe i should have saved my question to ask him about the lake it's safe to go in oh no we're all gonna die <laughs> <laughs> you're all gonna jump in the water and just melt in, like poison water mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Every, everyone everyone dies <laughs> The group of you get down to the beach. It's a very nice morning. The sun is starting to come up over the edge of the lake. It's striking the sky with peach colors and a nice cool blue is uh, melting away from the night. There are some other people down here bathing, Mm -hmm. collecting water for later in the day. There are a couple guards down here making sure no one's fucking with the the water. The water is the most important thing to this town. It Mm -hmm. is basically whatever... All life here revolves around, and you can see two guards further off, and they are pumping water. Man, they've got like a hand pump, and they're pumping water into a large horse-drawn wagon. As you're coming up the beach, you see a man sitting there, and he turns to you, and he says, Oh, hey, Warble, you're here. (laughs) Warble says, not for long, and she strips and hops straight into the water. Okay, and as you run out there, there's another woman. She's floating Mm -hmm. there, tits up to the sun, and it's Pepper. That's Pepper out there? Mm Mm-hmm. So Warble swims over to her because she recognizes her, and she tries to be stealthy and snatch her and pull her into the water in a playful manner. 
Mm-hmm. Not not like a murdery matter. Mm-hmm. I, I got that. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I was trying to think if there's a move for for that. Oh, yeah, a, is sub, that... a subterfuge move. <laughs> not unless you want to call it going aggro. But... No, I don't. Well, there's. Yeah. Well, I guess subterfuge is a battle move. Yeah. You get her. Okay. You you grab her. You swim under her and grab her around the waist and drag her down, and she struggles pretty mm-hmm. violently. Yeah. And, and, um, <laughs> she hits you in the face. She elbows you in the face and tries to basically spin around and get under you in order to drown you because she doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> you both pop back up and she punches you in the nose. Warble just laughs. You know, she grabs her nose and she it, it definitely hurts, but she laughs out loud. LOL's real hard. Fuck, girl. I was only joking. I was only joshing around. When you're naked, what's your armor? Um, If you're naked, two armor. Okay. So that's exactly what happens. You pop up and she's and she's shocked to see it's you, but she kind of immediately also understands what's happening. Uh-huh. And uh, she comes yeah. up and her mohawk is down. Mm-hmm. I presume both of your mohawks are down yeah, at this point. Yeah, they're wet. Kind of just wet. You look very similar floating out in the water. <laughs> and she says, good morning. What are you? She looks kind of like hazy, like uh, dazed and sleepy. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, what are you doing out here? This, this is kind of a funny place to meet, huh? Me and my friends over there. We're just here for a swim. And then we're heading out. Early we're... morning swim, and then we're on our way. On your way? Mm-hmm. So soon? Real Already? Soon. Yeah. Will you be back? Am I coming back? Ooh, that's hard to say. Maybe? Well, you're... We tend to We tend to move around quite a bit, me and my sister. I mean, you're always welcome back by our tent. Anytime you like, really. You can stay as long as you want. Warble's like, yeah, I got you, girl. She gives her a little pinch on the cheek. Okay. <laughs> as long as as long as long you know where, where we are, that's cool. Do you need anything before you go? I could give you a handy real quick. That's, that's interesting. You should maybe talk to my sister. She's like the brains of this operation. You think she'd want a handy? You know, maybe, but... She's probably more interested in in what you're selling. Well, I mean, we'll be back over at the tent pretty soon if you want to come by. We left this kid watching the place. He's he's real cool. He's nice. You'll like him. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him. I, I, th- I think you'll like him. Yeah, is he cute? He's super cute, yeah. Yeah? And he's either fucking robbing us blind right now or he's <laughs> watching all our shit. So he's good enough for me. Rubble's like, I like where your head's at, girl. Yeah. You, you get that. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, I mean... I keep an eye on what's important ever since Franks and I killed my parents. <laughs> That's Warble's laugh. <laughs> it's mine, but it's also Warble's. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you get it. You should see Franks when you get back to the beach. He's got, he's, he, I think he's got something you'll like. Yeah, all right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Kai pops his head up, like, right between you two, like, hey, did you make a friend? Warble grabs hold of Kai, gives him a big hug. Kai! And she says, yes, this is my friend, Pepper. Hey, you're, you're cute, too. What do you do? I'm a musician who... I'm a musician. What do you... He's, be, he's being modest. He's also a killer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, a killer. Uh, a, la- uh, a, real, a real lady killer. And he spits some water in your face. Mm. So check this out. You've seen... I know you guys have been through here before, but have you seen the, the crabs here? Crabs? Yeah, in the lake. The lake crabs. Uh, no. 
and he pulls a crab up from under the water and kind of wiggles it in your face. He's like, watch, watch. And he squeezes it and he goes, whoop. Crabs don't do that. And he gives another whoop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. These crabs do. It's fucking nuts, right? (laughs) People call them whooping crabs. Go fucking figure, right? Yeah. Real fucking clever out here. (laughs) Warble grabs a crab. Okay. She, uh, she's going to keep it with her. Okay. His name is Bobby. Bobby the Crab. Let's write that down. Is that an asset? Yes. Yeah? Did she squeeze uh, it? Yeah. Whoop! <laughs> she squeezes it a bunch. Whoop! 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 She's, whoop! She squeezes it enough that Kai and, uh, and Pepper are not pleased don't, with her. Don't, don't, you're gonna hurt it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what's gonna happen. You might hurt it. Easy, easy on the crab girl. You're no fun. I'm gonna go show Maris. She'll appreciate it. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Warble starts to swim to shore. Cool. And you hear Kai and Pepper behind you and he's like, so Pepper, huh? And she's like, yeah, it's Pepper. And he's like, do you have a mohawk too? And she's like, yeah, it's down now. I got dirty. And then you swim. You swim to shore. <laughs> and on shore is Frank's and he's sitting with Coward and they don't appear to be speaking. New is nowhere to be seen, um, and when you stand up on the beach, you can see that she is out fucking far in the water doing, like, a, a breaststroke. Oh, she's, like, swimming, like, for she's like, exercise. Yeah, she's swimming. Right. And she's way far out, further than anyone else. Mm-hmm. The lake is is huge, but you can tell that where you're standing now is the water line used to be higher. Where you're standing on the beach, it has receded. Mm-hmm. So the beach is pretty big, and here it's more shells and fish bones then up higher where it's sandier. Okay. When you get there, Frank's stands up, like kind of pops up to attention. He's like, hey, I made, I made you something. <laughs> Out of a, like a sling bag, he pulls a metal bra. Metal bra? Yeah, and he's like, he's like, it's like a, like a Conan shit, right? I made Pepper one too. <laughs> so you guys match. So, so we can match. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, And he okay. hands it over. Lovely. See if it fits. I mean, Uh, I I had like kind of like a hand (laughs) thing to try. And, you know, you and Pepper are close. You're a little bigger. So I kind of filled it out. But I don't, Mm -hmm. it's probably going to, I put some uh, extra fabric from the bags in there to keep from the chafing. She's not listening. She just tries it on. And how does it fit? It's a little loose, actually. I guess but, I guess I overshot my mark there. But it, it's 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 nice. It's nice. It's not so you know. It's not too bad. I mean, we get, if you come by later, I could cinch it up maybe. Or maybe oh 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 here try try peppers. And he <laughs> he pulls out of his bag and he hands you another one. Uh yeah, uh, Warble tries that one on and it fits fits snug as a bug. The only difference is this one has painted blue nipples on it. Nice. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll fix this other one up for her. Uh, she, <laughs> she'll get it. It's cool. All right. Warble's happy with this. Uh, so this is another asset, or is this armor? Armor. So I'll put that in weapons, I guess? Mm-hmm. Metal bra. Or bustier, if you will. Okay. Uh, do I need? Do I have stats on that? Got two armor. Unless you're shot in the face. Then it has, well, then yes. it has no armor. <laughs> yes, I mean, I would have to be shot in the boob. Center not mass. Not as if it doesn't happen, but... And Howard's you know. sitting there and he's like, well, that, that looks real, that looks real nice. Miss Warble, that looks real nice indeed. So Warble models a little bit. Coward, for Coward. Coward pulls up his finger and, and like takes a fake picture, like a picture <laughs> with like an imaginary camera. Okay, and uh, and then she dra- she uh, grabs uh, Frank's by the hand and says, "Come here for a sec. I want you to meet my sister." You want me to? Okay. Uh, wait, where, <laughs> wait, where, si- where? Sister. Si- sister. <laughs> 
the I mean, I remember from before, but okay. All right, where's your sister? Oh, she's not at the beach? No. She's oh, still, I thought she she's came. She's with Merkin. Oh, okay. I misunderstood before when, like, the conversation was over. You were like, okay, so you all head to the beach. So I thought they met back up and no. all went to the beach. As Merkin and Maris went off, that's when you all went to the beach. So Maris is still somewhere with Merkin. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So Warble is very intent on meeting meeting up with her sister. So she she grabs Frank's and they just head the fuck into town. She's she's wearing a metal bra and holding a crab and dragging Frank's, and that's amazing. <laughs> and coward coward's like, well, I, do you want me to bring your pants? <laughs> no time. You drag Frank's off into town, and he's like, don't don't you want your okay? <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, Pepper and her new friend, your new friend, will, will grab him. And he's he's being... She's like, oh yeah, Kai's, Kai's great. Cool. Good guy. You say so. A murderer, but also a good guy. Murderer? <laughs> I mean, not... Okay. Not like a lady. Well, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, j- j- should I... Come on. Okay. Okay. Just, okay. Ca- just oh, come on. God, just come it. on. Okay, here we go. So Merkin told Maris where to find the car, and she's headed to a garage. He pointed her in the right direction, but he's not coming with her. And he pointed her to a garage near where Dice 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 is, about a couple Mm -hmm. buildings down on the same block. And she rolls up a large garage door and parked there is a giant 4x4, like a huge truck chassis with big tires on it. But instead of a truck on top, it has an old station wagon. So it's like like a a 4x4 station wagon. Mm -hmm. It's pretty rough around the edges, but someone has taken great care to weld intricate patterns into the body kind of that's the, nice these like swirls and any like symbols that i recognize as anything like no just... but there's something weird about it mm-hmm. some there's something about it that makes you a little uneasy despite it being just a car parked in a dusty garage mm-hmm. it has a huge hood ornament on the front that is a it's two human skulls side by side wired to a pair of bullhorns so it's like one bullhorn with two skulls in the center and Mm -hmm. the eyes of the skulls are painted blue and there are two blue pool balls kind of hammered into them so much so that the bones are broken around the eyes Uh like someone was intent on getting those pool balls into those eye sockets and they basically by hook or by crook got them in there all right maris says to merkin interesting car you got here if you wanted this to be a peacekeeping mission i'm not sure what kind of message we're gonna send rolling into town in this merkin didn't come with you he didn't thought he was taking me to the he gave you the keys <sighs> so we'll okay we'll we'll put him there we'll say <laughs> we'll, we'll say merkin came with you to to show you he had the merkin had the keys to the garage so he opened it up and rolled up the gate and he was like well i was gonna go do some other shit but i guess this is as good a thing as any and he's like well it's what she wants you to take, and this is the only one I got the keys for right now. So, I don't... Do you want the fucking car or not? Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I gassed it up last night. It's it's fucking good to go check the oil. Everything's everything's ready to roll. It's in pretty good shape, despite it looking like a fucking hearse. Not... You know what I mean. Okay. I just want to check this. So I, was, I was like, oh, I can collect him as a bullshitter. But when you read a person, always ask, is this character telling the truth for free? So I already rule. I guess, so I mm-hmm. guess I missed that opportunity. So I was also thinking about that move and 
that's a pretty fucking powerful move if you can use it on every single person you meet. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking it really only makes sense if you're speaking to someone who's essentially on the same level as you, as far as power or authority-wise. Someone you can have a hold over. Like, if you were trying to collect Bost as a bullshitter, it it wouldn't work. Yeah, I was kind of, I guess I kind of assumed that, yeah, that they would have to be, like, on your level or lower on the totem pole to collect somebody. So you probably could have, you could have done it to Merkin, I'll say, since he's Mm -hmm. kind of prostrating himself before you by going against his boss. Yeah, I mean, he already seems like he's fulfilling that purpose, Mm -hmm. but I thought, like, oh, I should formally collect him as a bullshitter at my sheet. I mean, you're at a new location under different circumstances, so I don't really see why you couldn't Why I can't roll again? What's the failure on the bullshitter? Oh, um... Okay. When you read a person, you can always ask, is this character telling the truth for free? If they're lying, roll plus sharp. Uh, On a 10 plus, collect as a bullshitter. On a 7 to 9, take one forward and learn a piece of the truth. On a miss, take minus one forward. In the future, any bullshitter can be used to tell you what's up and help defend the truth or back you up in a lie. So he's not lying to you, so it doesn't work. Oh, only if they're lying. Mm-hmm. Okay, do I collect them? Okay. Yeah, you have to basically. I see now. You have to yeah. if they're lying, you're basically rolling to beat their lie, and if you beat their lie, then you own them. Okay. I knew I Got wrote. It. I knew I wrote that with some. <laughs> I was. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, so I I did put in a fail safe. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you, you thought it. You thought it through. So Maris and Merkin are going over the car. He's explaining it to her. There's like a, a switch system in the chassis that turns the engine on and off. And it's it's a little more complicated than you're used to. You've driven a car before, but usually it's been fairly cut and dry. Just put the key in and hit the gas. This one's got a security system, essentially. Okay. Yeah. He calls it a dizzy switch. <laughs> All right. Well, Maris seems like she's the kind of kind of lady who can handle that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. He's, he's confident in your ability. He doesn't think this is anything you can't handle. Okay. Great. Because um, it's not the kind of thing that Jill can remember. But Maris, Maris excellent. Is on top uh, of she that knows shit. how to do it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> do you want to so what what do we what do we do now? Do you want to drive it out of there? Do you want to leave it? What 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 would you like to do? Do you want to go meet with your compatriots? No, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I would ro- I would roll up in, in our new wheels cool. at the beach. You fire it up and it is fucking loud (laughs) it is deafeningly loud and the whole birds fly into the sky people at the beach turn their heads to look what the fuck is happening feeling like the the world is ending Mm -hmm. the crab in maris's hand goes whoop (laughs) i mean uh the crab the crab in warble's hand goes whoop maris maris is into it 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 turns her on a little bit nice uh i'm like if she could collect this as an admirer but that's warble's uh collect the car yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't know if that okay fuck it yeah sure whatever yeah if it's not in her stats so she couldn't do it anyway but she wants to loud and clear so you start to roll the car out the door and who appears almost in front of you you're pretty high up so you don't really see her at first but warble appears in the garage naked save for (laughs) a, a metal bra and holding franks by the hand and with a crab in the other hand with a like a blue it's like a bluish brownish color the crab the crab right. is a bluish brownish color. <laughs> Warble squeezes the crab at Maris whoop, a couple whoop, times, whoop. but she can't hear it over the sound of the. So it, it Maris is in like the cab, like. And Maris uh, and Warble squeezes it a couple more times, and Maris is again like ah. 
So Maris, maybe she barks the engine at her a little bit, like, like, get the fuck out of my way. Warble runs forward, Frank's in tow, and hops in, hops into the back seat. Is there a back seat? Yes, there is, okay. but you actually have to climb up into it. It's, okay. it's a little well, high. It's about four feet up in the air. We, we come this into thing the thing gr- has giant tires on yeah. it. Regardless, we come into the garage and like pull ourselves into the car. Cool. Merkin's like, what? Are Do you ever wear pants? Did he see me already before? Oh, yeah. I guess not. Or no, we were at the... No, we, we were there. And Frank's is like, hey, gang, gang, hey, gang. Uh, I made her the cool bra. Seemed to over overshadow everything else at the moment. You remember me from before. Hey, Merkin, how's it going? Yeah, Warble Warble just blows Merkin a kiss and taps Maris on the shoulder to indicate, like, to, to pull out. So we, we head back to the beach. You want to go back to the beach? Yeah, okay. meet up with all our friends. Okay, you drive back to the beach. Uh, they're not there anymore. <sighs> Warble hops out of the car and she's like, they were, they were just here. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that the, the car's off now. Mm-hmm. So she, she's, she's like, I wanted to show you this. And uh, Maris is like, cool, cool, Warble. That's, that's real, that's real neat. Yeah. And Frank's is like, those things fucking taste terrible. But some people seem to like them. Uh, She squeezed them at Frank's a couple times. (laughs) So Merkin's like, I got to get going. I got some shit I got to take care of now that you've got, you've got everything you need. If you find out you need anything else, I'm sure Rash will catch you before you get out of town. But it's getting kind of late. I mean, it's, you know, sun's, sun's up now. Maybe you want to get this over with? Frank's is like, what's going on? Maris tells Merkin, thanks. We got this. Talk to you later. And then she turns to Wallow and is like, so, sis, what was so important that you had to... Come find me. And Warble squeezes the crab at her a couple more times. <laughs> Merkin coughs. Yeah. She's like, so, and then Warble's like, also, I thought maybe we should talk to this guy about, you know, gearing up for later. So Frank says, yeah, is there anything you need? Nobody's told me what's going on yet, but apparently you're taking the fucking biggest car they got out of here. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you guys are into some shit now, eh? Mara says something like that. We got the biggest car. Uh, could you hook us up with the biggest guns? I mean, I guess so. I don't I don't really see any reason not to. It's all back at the tent. Rubble hops on him on the, from the side, wraps her legs and arms around him. Gives him a kiss on the cheek, and uh, she she directs Maris back to the tent. So as you're standing out in front of the car and this is going on, you see Merkin is a little bit of ways down the beach, headed back into town now. Mm-hmm. And he's speaking to a very tall and thin man who is wearing a huge trench coat and gesticulating aggressively. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a huge cowboy hat. And Merkin kind of like gestures towards the two of you, and the man turns and nods at the situation in kind of like, shrugs and also gestures with like a really like mm-hmm. with like a like a really hand motion we'll call uh-huh. it like he's you can't hear them they're they're enough of a way yeah, yeah yeah and then the two of them but turn. we know they're talking about us yeah and then yeah. the two of them turn and uh walk back into town samaris tells franks to to hop in and before she turns on the engine because there's no talking while while driving really who was that up there in the in the hat uh, it's Horrigan. He's the he's the, he was the mayor at Root Bay. Root Bay. That's the town that uh, dried up. That dried up. That's not where we're headed, though. No, 
no, you're headed south. So the car is too big to drive into the market area. The streets get fairly small back that way. Everything's a little more spread out down here towards the outskirts of town. On either side of the beach, down a ways, close enough to see, but not close enough to really see well. You you see that there's a the wall that surrounds the town. The way the town is surrounded by the wall is that the wall surrounds the town and terminates about 100 feet into the lake on both sides. So it's like a big horseshoe with the lake on the north side. So the car is too dr- big to drive through town, to drive through the, the market area of town. All right. So but we get- Frank's is like, hey, maybe me and Warble could go get her. Sh- uh, maybe you could take me. Uh, maybe Pepper. <laughs> what if me and you, mm-hmm. Maris, head down to the the market and you can, and, and Warble can go get your friends to, to get whatever you guys need for whatever. You still haven't told me where you're going, so cool. Um, and Pe- Pepper, yeah. Pepper's uh, holding like her clothes and her her shoes in her hand, and she comes up, still nude, and she's like, "Oh, hey, it's right. Do you need that? Does she want the handy to, uh, to Warble?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Warble gives gives Pepper a little wink cool. and says, "Yeah, you guys, you guys take care of business. I'll go get the others." And she hops into the driver's seat and heads back to Dice, 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 mm-hmm. uh, where she assumes everybody else has gone back to mm-hmm. to, uh, get, to get everybody and pack up and get ready to, to head out of town. Cool. This is Warble going back to the hotel. Yes, Warble is going back to the hotel. Cool. So Maris goes with Pepper and Franks back to the gun, the gun stand. The market is opening up. They take her in the back and let her go over some of the stuff and show her, I guess, all the possibilities. What does she want to do back here? I don't really know. I just know that uh, they've got weapons and things, and I feel like that would be good. I guess Maris just really kind of wants... She she feels like we've all got a fair amount of weaponry. She just wants to see, like, what the biggest gun they have is. Like, what's the biggest thing you have? Frank's eyes light up. Pepper's sitting on the bed smoking something. It smells fucking terrible, but she seems to like it. Mm-hmm. And Frank's is like, oh, well, ah, I mean, you got to give me something for this. I can't just let you take this out of town. Without, <laughs> I mean, I just met your sister or, well, I, I met the both of you, but now I guess I, you could say I know your sister. Wink. Pepper is laughing at this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, okay, well, I got this one thing. So Frank's walks over to the bed and kind of guides, you know, like, hey, and he Mm -hmm. guides Pepper off the bed and he flips the whole thing up. Okay. And underneath is a cage that's actually built into the ground. Mm. And he unlocks this cage and pulls out a very heavy case. He pulls out a very heavy blow molded case or like Mm -hmm. it's like a a, like contoured it's very curvy um but it's just like a big rectangle but he hoists it out and it looks like it's it's killing him Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like hey honey honey, can you give me a hand with this and pepper comes over and the two of them she folds the bed back down and the two of them kind of like lift it up and put it on the bed and open it and inside is he's like he's like (laughs) he's like if you really want it i wish there was a way I could be there to see this thing go off, but this is the fucking coolest thing I got. Mm -hmm. And he opens it up, and inside is a wire-guided rocket launcher. What does that do? It blows things the fuck up. Like, so wire guided means like that I could set it to like a point and it would get there? No. No. Okay. A wire guided missile launcher works by you aim it and fire it, but you have to stand there and basically you have to stand there and aim and keep aiming it. You continue to aim it as it's flying? Yes. Okay. And it changes trajectory based on how you're aiming it. Woohoo. Nice. Yeah. So it blows things the fucked up, but you have to be exposed while you shoot it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But that's works. that's some heavy fucking some heavy fucking artillery. So Franks pulls out the gun, or he doesn't pull anything out. It's fucking heavy as hell. He opens up the case for the gun and shows it to you, and he's like, "So it's a wire guided missile. It's gonna fuck up whatever you point it at, but there's only one shot, and I've never shot it, but it, everything about it says it works." All right. And Pepper looks at him a little concerned. Maris isn't one to uh, to reveal her feelings, but her eyes do light up at it. She's she wants so. it. Yeah, she wants to take this with her if she can. So. So have you got anything you could give me for it, or maybe some fucking collateral or something to tell me you're coming back with it? Because I mean, I know it's like a one and done, but it's it's still got value. Um. And Pepper's like, yeah, it's it's gonna rock your fucking world. <laughs> Um, okay. Did you want to make out? Your sister told me you might want to make out. My my sister says a lot of things. I doubt they want my bag of salt or Olympic gold medal. I mean, if you could just give me something to say, to tell me you're coming back for it. I mean, I see you got that big fucking revolver. That's pretty fucking rad. If you let me hold on to that, I bet I could make a couple more of them. Maris is like, not the revolver. You sure? I mean, I, I could probably make you a second one. This is the one that I, that I want. What does that mean? It's got sentimental value. Maris says, we don't usually do this, but... In cases like this, I think my sister and I can promise you a fun night when we return. Oh, like a twin thing, not the gun. Yeah, not the gun. Not, oh. Yeah. And both of their eyes kind of like light up like, oh, two for the. However you want to look at it. I mean, I kind of want to look at it right now, like all the time, forever for the rest of my life. But hey, I am a patient man. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that. So do we have a deal? I mean, that's not really giving me a lot. And Pepper's just like, Franks, for fuck's sake, who gives a shit about the fucking missile? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I care about I like it. I like this thing. I never got to use it. And I was waiting for the right buyer to come along if I never got to use it. And, well, I, I get, okay, well, I guess I just look, answered my own question. Yeah, well, look at it this way. With the with the missile, you're helping guarantee mine and Warble's return to this town. Oh, it's like that. We don't know how this is going to play out. So the missile, missile can only help. I mean, is there anything, man, do you need us to come with? Uh... All right, take the gun. Take the missile. That's fine. Yes. Fine. Yes, 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 yes. You win a <laughs> you win again, Marison Warble. <laughs> cool, I'm gonna go jerk off. He's like, Pepper, why don't you take her, help her take the gun back to that car of hers? I need a minute. <laughs> She's like, yeah, a minute is all you need. <laughs> so the two of you load it back into the car and no one, no one else is there. Mm-hmm. And, Pe- uh-huh. and and so you get it, you get it humped up into the back of the car. It's got a pretty big cargo area, we'll call it, whatever the call, hell you call the back of a station wagon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pepper kind of raises his eyebrow and she's like, hey, one for the road. Um, uh, One for the road, meaning she wants, she wants a or something yeah so it a kiss okay and uh she just turns she turns and walks away (laughs) Uh (laughs) sorry jill was a little distracted and she didn't read the situation properly Mm. but i suppose that extends to to maris she's is not as attuned to to those things and she just probably (laughs) got a hold of the biggest gun she's ever yeah ever had in her whole life yeah, she's a little she's a little distracted by that. Mm-hmm. So none, but none of your compatriots are here. I mean, yeah, I'll have to wait for a second. Like Warbles picking them up, and mm-hmm. whatever. So they don't show up. All right, can I drag it? No, I mean you've got it back to the car. Oh, I got it back to. Th- I thought okay. Yeah, thought... you you and Pepper brought it back to the car. Warble took the car. 
to go pick everybody up and their stuff. Oh, right. Okay. So we'll say you brought it back to the car and it was parked outside Dice Dice Dice, but okay, there's no so one Okay, so we're there. we're back at Dice Dice Dice, but nobody's at the car. Exactly. Okay. Huh. If I lock it in the car, like, is it secure enough? I'm worried about this thing getting getting jacked. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fine. Okay. I was gonna... <laughs> we'll say the car has, like, a cage in the back. Like, it's not just a station wagon. It's got a, an actual... Like, yeah. It's, it's got it's... a cage back there mm-hmm. that is pretty rusty, kind of nasty. There looks like there's some blood in it. Yeah, it's it's been through some shit. Been through for some sure, shit. But, but on okay. the key ring that Merkin gave you, there's a... There's like a giant padlock key. Okay. Well, so I you first... can lock it in the cage of this car. Okay. So I lock it in there, and before I even go looking, though, I just like reach in the driver's side window and like blare on the horn a mm-hmm. couple times to see if uh, they're around and they'll come running out. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Nothing. Nothing. Ugh. All right. So Maris, Maris goes back inside. Dice, dice, dice. She looks over to the cashier guy. Is he still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, they here? Who? You know Kai? You gotta know Kai. Yeah, uh, probably upstairs. I, I don't fucking know. They don't pay me to keep track of people. Okay, Maris stomps back upstairs to go look for them. So as you come to the door of the room, you can hear through the door guitar sounds. Ugh. Like a guitar a guitar playing. Yeah, so I'm immediately thinking like they're just fucking off. And when you open the door, it suddenly feels like you're walking through mud. And everything feels slow and heavy. And you can see Kai playing guitar in the room. And New is not there. Mm-hmm. And Coward is asleep. But Warble is sitting there cross-legged, still nude, save for the steel bra, just gazing at him with reverence. Uh As you're coming closer, everything kind of feels like it's moving in slow, lazy waves. And you see stars out of the periphery of your vision. You can hear him singing to Warble. Mm -hmm. And he's singing. Now, I'm going to give this a shot. Okay. He's singing to her. Campdown races sing this song. Do-da, do-da. It's it's weirder than that. (laughs) No. So you come into the room, you're you're dragging, you're practically dragging yourself in mm-hmm. and like you hear the, the guitar. Like through the muddy like air. Yeah, through the thick air, you feel heavy and a little drunk even. And as things start to come into focus, you hear Kai singing to Warble and he sings. <laughs> this is hard to do. I'm excited. Do it. Me, 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 me. <laughs> He's singing to Warble. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. It's Warble you. is really excited to hear Kai sing this song. Well, she's so excited she can't move. No, she can't. Winging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Open up a beer and you take it over here and play a video game. I'm in his favorite sundress, watching me get undressed, but be downtown. I say you the bestest, leaning for a big kiss, put his favorite perfume on, go play a video game. It's you, it's you, it's all for you, everything I do, I tell you all the time, heaven is a place on earth with you, tell me all the things you want to do. I heard that you like the bad girls, honey. Is that true? It's better than I ever even knew. They say that the world was built for two. Only worth living if somebody is loving you. Baby, now. 
that's so nice. I'm happy Lana Del Rey like made it through the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to record another take of that. No. Um, and he he sees you come in. And he he stops playing and Warble shakes shakes it off and he's like, oh hey hey Maris, what's happening? Um oh I'm sorry. Before that he finishes the song. Mm-hmm. Roll plus hot. Fuck. I have minus two on hot. You still oh, ro- you well, still rolled a ten. Excellent. So as you're trudging through the room, you suddenly feel tingly all over and it, it rises and in, rises like, my boobs and rises my... in everything and you have an orgasm. Okay, so I fall to my knees, I think, because it it's came by surprise. And, and that, sto- <laughs> that stops him from singing and that's when he's like, oh, hey, hey, Maris, didn't, I didn't see you over there. <laughs> so you... Maris turns to Kai and says, what the f- fuck was that cool huh i've been i've been practicing <laughs> why don't you roll one for warble too she fails well hold on she, oh, she might hot. have plus she has plus two okay so that's so an she, eight it's a she's so she gets tingly she doesn't have a full-on well so kai has a special move oh okay when kai sings you a song roll plus hot mm. on a hit have an orgasm <laughs> and heal plus one harm and take plus one armor forward Ooh. So Maris gets one armor. Forward. An armor forward? So yeah. like next time she needs an armor, she can add it to something? She will next time she gets hit, she'll have plus one, but it only lasts for the first first hit. Gotcha. And then Warble would just get to heal one harm, but I don't think she has any harm. No. No, we haven't done anything yet. Cool. To to warrant harm. I feel like I should try that song again. <laughs> I I think you did I think you did lovely. I don't think I did. I think I could do better. It's fine for these purposes. Our listeners, who currently amount to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, I really want to try again. So I assume since I know Kai, like this, I kind of know that this is like his thing. It's mm-hmm. it's not like a magic spell that I'm like completely stunned by. Um, so Maris is like, I got a car. Pack your shit up. We it's we got it. We're heading out. Cool. Hey, coward, wake up. And he, he throws like a crumpled up something at coward. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, hey, how you doing? Where are we, where, what are we up to? What's, what's the, what's the haps on the craps? As, <laughs> as they've been known to say. Mm-hmm. Cow, coward's pants aren't sticky. No, coward, no. coward's uh, immune. He's, he's immune. He's immune to, <laughs> to Kai. the charms. Yeah, to Kai's charms. <laughs> so you hear a knock at the door. <gasps> Again, people are always interrupting our shit. Yeah, so what do we do? Maris is, well, actually, she would be irritated, but she's a little bit coming down off of a thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll say. Maris, Maris asks Coward, she directs Coward to answer the door. The one, all right, I'll I'll get, I'll get the, yeah. Uh, and he opens the door, and the man you saw speaking with Merkin is mm-hmm. standing there. He's very tall, very fair, very thin, uh, with effeminate features. He has very long fingers. Very long fingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has very thin mustache and sideburns, like kind of wispy, vellus hairs. All right. Yeah. Maris turns to look, and she recognizes him. She knows his name from, from before, so she says, So, Mayor Horrigan, to what do we owe the intrusion? So he steps in, and you notice he's wearing a, a long coat, uh, and it's caked with dirt at the bottom, like he's been wearing it for a long time and trudging through mud, almost, it looks like. Mm-hmm. He's a tall hat with a braided rope around uh, the brim, around the 
brow? I don't know what that's called. Yeah, the part where the brim meets the hat. Yeah. So there's is like Is that a, the brow? What's a brow mean? I thought I like feel the like, brow is your forehead. Yeah. I don't know what that part of a hat would be. Maybe called. it's the brow because that's where the hat meets the forehead. The, or the brim. We'll say yeah. we'll say that it has a braided rope around the brim. Okay. Um, in fact, this is something your father used to call a ten-gallon hat. Mm. And he comes in and he says, "What does what does Horgan sound like? Maybe maybe he's got maybe he's got kind of a high voice, different than the other voices." Yeah. He comes in. He comes in. And he says, "Merkin told me to leave you alone, but it'd be irresponsible to do so. I think. May I may I come may I come in?" Mara says. You can stand right there and explain yourself. Well, I mean, there's not, there isn't, there isn't very much to explain. Go right ahead. You too. You came through Root Bay. That we did. Or Maris's deeper voice than that. Uh, that we did. What did it look like? Looked f- like it was fucking gone. That's what it looked like. Was any was anyone left? Uh, nah, no nah, man. I know we had our differences last time, but we know each other. And despite everything, I trust you like I trusted your father, or more appropriately, like my father trusted your father. Do you think we can go back? Is there anything there left to save? Oh, go back to Rubey. Uh, it was our home. Uh. I don't know about that, man. It, it, I'm, tr- it, it, I'm trying to understand, and I can't, and I want to go home, and I want to take my friends and family home. Uh, yeah, man, I, I understand that, but it didn't look like there was much there to salvage. You got, you got water back there? Still gone, huh? Yeah. I guess that's I, to be expected. That's that's the number one thing you gotta worry about. And I didn't see any. Fair. Bost <laughs> has been talking to me about bringing water there. But I don't know if it's sustainable. And I don't know if I can if I can trust this to be a way of life. This, I don't understand why this, this hardship has befallen us after so many things have gone terribly wrong. First the water went away. We tried caravanning it for a bit before. But it was too fruitless. Too tedious. Then there wasn't anything we can do. All the hogs died. Soon after that, every animal just fucking plain, just fucking plain fell over dead. And then after the storm sent us running here, it was it was a sandstorm. It was the biggest sandstorm I've ever seen. It was it was huge and uh, electric. It was so thick it choked some people to death, dead on the spot, if they weren't lucky enough to get inside. And now we're here, and now we're all coughing to death. Right. We escaped the sand just to die here. That's uh, that's a that's a hard one, man. Um, I just want to. Cl- okay, so we're going to kill like we're we're currently like employed to kill Algarvia, and and that does have to do with like she's hoarding the water supply, right? Or am I confused? She wants to take the city from Bost. She she just wants to take. She wants to control the Escalante city. Lake from from Bost. Okay, and. Uh, do I have, do I have an idea of why Root Bay's water supply dried up? I just have it written down that, that it did. You don't know. Okay. Because I was, I was thinking for a second. I was like, well, if we kill Algarvia, maybe that, like, brings the water back. But, okay. You do know that Root Bay was connected to Escalante Lake, and... Yeah, like, I did think that they were connected for some reason, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, so that Escalante Lake receding directly affected Root Bay. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Escalante Lake receded, so the supply there isn't, isn't working, but I don't actually know why the water has receded. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's fine. I just wanted to hear it from someone who had been there. Uh, uh Mr. H- Mayor Horgan? Uh, actually, his name's Horgan Wheat. Horgan Wheat. His oh. first name is Horgan. His first name is Horgan. Interesting. Not really. You can call him Horgan. Horgan. You've, okay. You've dealt with him We know before. each other. You we know, know each other. other. Okay. You've um, run courier jobs through his town before. He's he's familiar with the two of you. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Okay. Well, Horgan, I'm really sorry to hear about all this, all about all these troubles you're having. I don't know if there's anything we can do about the water supply problem, but if we run into anything, know that I'm I'm thinking about you and the people of Root Bay. My father's and you, their connection, that that holds something for me. So I'll do anything, anything I can in the in the coming week if I figure this problem out to help you. That's fine. That's all I that's all I can ask of you. Thank you. And he gets up and he just gets up and leaves. Okay. Well that was fucking depressing. <laughs> War was like, I hear that. She makes like a weird gesture with her hand and uh, pops up to to start grabbing her stuff to get ready to go. Alright, well you all collect your things and you meet New down by the car. She's Oh, New came back? Yeah. She went to get her stuff. Oh, right, because she wasn't living with us in the hotel. She went to get her stuff. She's wearing a... Keeping track of all these people. Awesome. Yeah, you're doing a good job of that. You come back down to the car, and New is standing there. She's wearing, uh, she's holding like a small duffel bag, and uh, she has draped over her shoulders fingerless fighting gloves. They're gloves, they have like a reinforced knuckles. Mm-hmm. They're hung on a rope over her shoulder, and she's also wearing like, uh, she's wearing a big green poncho. <laughs> okay. The poncho covers most of her, uh, so she's, and she's got a baseball hat on. All right, well, took you guys long enough. I've been standing here for like 15 minutes. What's in the back of the car? We have... A brand new toy that's going to help us quite a bit. I think I would like to wait to find out what that is rather than be told at the current time. Because it sounds awesome and you look like you just came. (laughs) So let's roll with that. You know, I didn't write it down. Hold on. Should I put it in Maris's, like, weapons? Yeah, it should be in a weapon or Mm -hmm. weapon area. Missile launcher. Missile. Let's just go with missile launcher. Just missile launcher Mm because it's like an electronic. Okay. Missile launcher. Uh, how much harm? 100 harm? No. <laughs> Alright. The missile launcher is four harm, far, area, messy. <laughs> Single use. I don't know if that has a... Oh, refill, I guess, would be it. Well, yeah. Refill. Using it uses it up. The character can't use it again unless she has a refill. Another another missile to launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's also high, was... it's also high tech. <laughs> so this is a this is a hell of a thing I gave you. <laughs> basically, basically I gave you the biggest thing you can get in the game. All right, Maris turns to New and she's like, "Baby girl, we got a fucking missile launcher." Okay, I. You kind of better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And she gives her the finger guns. Yeah, Kai. Kai laughs in the background. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, been there. <laughs> Who's driving? Maris is about to say that she's going to drive, but Warble pipes in and grabs the keys out of Maris's hands and hops in the driver's seat. And New is like, uh, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Maris is like, she's a surprisingly good driver. Well, hair today, gone tomorrow. And she, <laughs> she climbs in. All right. So the five of you climb in the car and turn that fucker on, and it makes as much noise as it did before, if not louder. Mm-hmm. And you slowly are rolling out of town around the perimeter towards the gate. And as you get to the gate to leave town, Merkin is standing there, kind of in the road. He's wearing his uniform now with his bulletproof vest, and he's got he's got like a bandana tied around around the top of his head. And he he puts his hands up like, hey, hold hold up. Mm-hmm. But you can't hear him. You just see him mouthing that and like oh, putting his hands up in the air like, stop, I need to talk to you. Maris just gives him a f- thumbs up. And I hope we like are the gates up. Can we just roll out? No, he's standing in the middle of the street. Oh, OK. Warble beeps the horn at him. She she doesn't know anything about this guy. Beep, beep. 
and he's like he's like waving his hands like don't run me over like, please, <laughs> please stop please stop um so Warble Warble stops and she leans out the window and she says what's up boss and I want her to roll sharp to to read a person well, seven plus zero she just barely makes a so what does read a person give you with a seven hold one I get to ask one question during our conversation here mm-hmm. so hey, say, I, what's up boss let me just let me just talk to, to Maris can I just talk to Maris real quick and he he jumps up on the car and kind of leans in the window to Maris and he says um, all right but warble warble remains like in the conversation like Maris is right behind her mm-hmm. like in the in the car so he's leaning in the window like not not all the way but enough and he says hey forget what I said before just just kill them all. It's easier that way. They explained it to me. It's it's better this way. It, it'll be worse later if you don't. Just 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 kill them all. He hops back down, and as he hops back down, you can see a flash of light on a rooftop nearby. Mm-hmm. And he kind of he but he hops down and he waves he waves you away. I'm with my hold one. I want to know how this character feels right now. How does Merkin feel right now? Is he scared or right now Merkin is worried you won't listen to him. All right. He jumps back up and leans in hard and gives you a kiss. Maris or Warble? Maris. And he says, read the note, and hops back down. And you see that flash of light again behind him. So Warble continues driving and Maris pulls out the note that she has not looked at yet. Mm-hmm. And as you're moving past Merkin, you see him give like a, make a circle with his finger above his head mm-hmm. and the, the gate, oh no, wait, the gate would be open. I'm sorry. So they close the gate behind us. No, guess, no, no, it's oh, open for okay. the day. So he, but so Merkin jumps down and he gives kind of like a, he waves like a finger in a circle over his head and the guards uh, at the gate just kind of just step aside and mm-hmm. let you roll through. They recognize the car. They know it's Bost's. So, mm-hmm. um, and you guys fire up that fucker and tear ass out of town headed south and what does the note say the only thing the note says is the word duncan i don't know who that is that wraps up (laughs) another session of this wicked way comes until next time boys and girls and everyone in between listening to this episode of This Wicked Way Comes. We've been Jill Sherman and Matthew Sahaki. DJ Cash Vile was played by Timothy Bronner. Our theme song was written by Garrett DeVoe and Francesca Caruso. Apocalypse World was designed and created by Vincent Emma Gay Baker. Consider donating to Rain at rainwith2ends.org. This Wicked Way Comes is supported by KFAI.org, Community Radio, 90.3 Minneapolis, 106.7 St. Paul. Episodes are released every other Monday at kfai.org. Please review on iTunes, subscribe at your favorite podcast aggregator, touch up your lip gloss, and spread the word to all your besties and frenemies alike. Harass us on Twitter at This Wicked Way. Send hopes, dreams, and erotic fanfiction to medusa at thiswickedwaycomes.com. If you're a lady making music or know a lady who makes music and would like their tunes featured in an episode, blow up our scene. Delicious kisses, all my bathwater blue babies of Radioland. And remember, someday you will find the answer, but it will probably be too late. Hold on to the pain. Suck smoke into your lungs and wander off into your lover's wasteland with this track, Hypnotica by Devil Electric. Support them at devilelectric.bandcamp.com.
www.thepeopleshow.com.